Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the MVM show. Guys, thanks for joining me again. As always, your support means a lot. And can I ask you, do your homie a favor? Please go on Spotify, give a rating, go on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen, give a rating and review. Please, it helps it. And um, my goal is before duck season or by duck season to have this podcast back down in the low top 30 40s um, that I've been at to before when we were just rolling hard and you guys were giving all kinds of compliments and ratings and reviews. Yes, I appreciate it so, so very, very much. And what else can I say about that? Yeah, it just means a lot. And um, thank you guys for all your support and tuning in. Share this podcast with somebody. Tell them about it. All right. Back to the questions. Great question here by Landa1 underscore C. He said, what if, what, if any practice do you have leading up to season? Great question. Let me tell you, you'd be surprised. I really don't hardly shoot that much at all off season. I know. It's a shame. It's a crying shame. Um, we lost an amazing, amazing trap and ski place. Not far, maybe 35 minutes from my house. Uh, took advantage of it. I mean, we went there quite a bit, and I've talked about this before, but um, but still, even having that, I never just went there once a week and like, okay, this is going to fine-tune my skills for this duck season and going to get back in the groove. No, I've never done that. Um really with those intentions. I'll tell you what I do. 
I do a lot of calling, okay? We're already in July. I'm not going to lie to you. Excuse me. I have not even started practicing yet. <clears throat> yes, I know how to blow a duck call. Yes, I could call ducks in. But don't think too highly of yourself that think you don't need to practice before season. I'm just telling you, again, I know you can kill ducks without calling. I know it's possible. But if you love the sport and you love duck hunting, then why not put your best foot forward, take the time and the effort to just hammer down on the call. And besides, your wife will like it. Your kids will love it. Everybody will love to hear you practicing at 530 in the morning on your way to work, walking out the door, pretending that you're getting ready to go duck hunting. You know what I'm saying? So I do that. And I like our kitchen. I don't know why it's got just a good little timber, timber echo in there for some reason. I'm like, man, I sound good. You know, after a week or two, just getting really hard back on it, listening to live duck calling competitions. By the way, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you want to listen to humans calling, go to live duck calling on YouTube and practice with those. Okay. Do not go to the competition calling where it's just long hail calls and all that stuff. Those guys can duck call. Great for hunting, but that's not a hunting style calling. Go to live duck calling or better yet, look up live mallards calling, meaning you're looking up videos where people put on mallards or pintails or widgeon calling. I hear so many people, not to sidetrack like I always do here, but I hear so many people doing widgeon calling. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but I think you're trying to do a widgeon. And I don't understand why they're doing it like they're doing it. I really don't. It don't sound, I don't know if people have not listened to a widgeon or what, but it's like, they're doing this just like this whistle. Like, I don't even know how to explain what they do. I wish I could find, pull up samples of people doing it that I've seen on Instagram, YouTube, all these things. And I'm just like, what is that? That is not a widgeon. And for that, I am going to play you. If you don't know how a widgeon sounds, I'm going to show you right now. If I can, here it is. Here's the app. It's the Ducks Unlimited app. <clears throat> it has all duck sounds, live duck sounds. I'm going to plug up my phone. And Ducks Unlimited is trying to get money from me. Nor how to give you money. Let's see here. Waterfowl ID, go down to that, <clears throat> go to Widgeon. Here's a Widgeon, okay? I'm going to help you out. See? That's a Widgeon. Not this. I, I don't know. I came in... I wish I had videos of that so I could talk about it on here. <clears throat> I have no idea what they're doing, but that is what a widgeon actually sounds like, okay? So I'm not going to do <clears throat> no more. I guess I could do, yeah, I'm not going to do no more. That's the one I hear done wrong all the time. Yes, not everybody can sound like a mallard, but they still got the general idea, and I still think they're fine. But for widgeon, I feel like you kind of need to do it right. You know, kind of sound like one. 
Because Widgeon, I've noticed personally that Widgeon will actually work pretty good um, if you do the calling properly. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. They really respond well to calling sometimes, I feel like, a lot of the time. Um, maybe even better than Mallard's, probably. I don't know if that's safe to say. Might get judged on that. But uh, anyways, I, I definitely wanted to, to bring that one up. And just to, again... Back to the question: What if? What if any practice do you have leading up to season? And that's just calling, mainly Mallard, um, working on things, listening to people that are really good. That sounds just like a duck, and trying to figure out how they're doing that to get the sound like a real duck, you know. Um, other than that, um, that's mainly what I do as far as practice. Um, I also try to drop some weight too. I mean, that's not really practice, but like, I feel like I like going into season. This is so weird because I lose weight in the summer, I guess, because more like, it's not that I'm more active. It's that you're sweating more. You're drinking more water. (laughs) Hint, hint. (laughs) And I don't know. I'm playing a lot of softball, running a lot, doing all that kind of stuff. But when duck season comes in, yes, I'm hiking a lot and that kind of stuff. Boat, you're not getting no exercise, but like it's winter, it's cold, you're, you stay bundled up, you're not sweating. I feel like I eat a lot too more, I think, because you know in the summer you're just not as hungry sometimes, but in the winter you're cold and you're eating a lot because you're trying to stay warm and you're snacking, and I'm not a big snacker, but I definitely will do it duck hunting. So um, I try to just go into season trying to drop some weight, you know, and this year I'm hoping to drop 10 10, 15 pounds, I hope. Um, just not saying that that's the weight I need to be at. I can, I'm can, i sure I could lose more. But I just want to, for cardio, I like doing um, to lose weight because it, it's not going to just be running down the road. I just can't get myself to do that. I I get times of motivation. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's good. I know I could lose weight that way, and then I just don't do it. Kind of kills my knees, though, running in my lower back. But I really liked, and I dropped weight actually pretty fast. I'd say like in five weeks, I lost 12, 13 pounds doing um, the heavy bag, punching, boxing. Basically boxing a water bag. I think it's like 120 pounds. It's heavy. It's plastic, like a soft plastic. You fill it with water. And, man, it feels amazing hitting that thing. Like it don't hurt your, like, wrists or hands like sometimes the heavy bags do. And just doing like three, four rounds to start off with because you're going to die the first couple weeks, maybe even four weeks. And I know I did, but man, all of a sudden you just start getting that phase where you're going longer and longer. You're going 10, 15, 20 minutes. And it's like 25 minutes. Like, man, I couldn't even do 30 seconds when I first started. The The cardio is amazing and it's definitely good for weight loss. And then I would do jump rope on top of that. And they say jump rope, um, you're burning... Car, uh, you're burning calories well after you're done doing it, just like work out in the gym. And I and I work out in the gym too. Me and my brother Tom's too. So that's kind of like what I like to do to come into a season is prep like that. You know, just basically come into the season, just feeling better and feeling like I can get to where I want to get fast and not have anything slowing me down. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's one. Let me go to the next question. Okay, write this down. Mm, I've answered all those. 
Relentless underscore Gene underscore Outdoor says, are you coming to Hunt Oregon and how many cameras do you do you use? And there's a few questions in here about cameras and this and that. Um, I, we actually were going to hunt Oregon last year um, with Mario from Final Approach. We ended up not doing it. Uh, some schedules changed. We, we did go to Oregon. We didn't hunt there, but we went to Heavy Shots Factory, hung out there for the day and did some filming and talking with Tina and all that stuff. But um, I don't have any plans yet to hunt Oregon this year. I don't know why, you know, it's like I live six hours away from it. I don't know why I don't go do it other than going cold turkey. Thomas really has more of a desire to go there than I do because he wants to go hunt for a uh, widgeon. He's, he's seen some stuff where there's, you know, you know, some videos and some places that there's a ton of widgeon and widgeon's like almost his number one bird. If not, it is his number one bird. I'm not sure if it's mallard or widgeon, but I think widgeon's like right up there, possibly his number one bird. And um, I know his goal is is to shoot six or I'm sorry seven Drake Widgeon. Um, that would be too. I would love to do that too. But anyways, uh, I just don't know if we're gonna do that. As far as cameras go, um, just depends on what mood I'm in. But usually last year because people seem like they like the the GoPro better, I just went back to a GoPro. What is it? Ten black, I think. I upgraded because mine was really old. I think it was like a six. So I video in 4K and on that GoPro and linear on the frame. Because if you do wide, you just nobody likes to watch that. It's just too far out. So you do linear and it's just way better. 4K made a huge difference. Thomas from Hoke Outdoors talked me into that. And I think Matt from My Prairie Sportsman does it too. And even probably Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles. But um yeah, 4K. Linear view, 30 frames, 50 frames, 60 frames per second, whatever. 60 sucks up a lot of battery and a lot of memory card. But that's what I do. And then I use my phone. I have a, what is it, an iPhone 12, I think. The big one. Camera's plenty good. Picks up your voice good. I video, vlog with it for myself. Use the selfie side of it. And then video, you know, I sh say if I shoot a bird, so I'm hands-free, got the GoPro on, shoot a bird, drops in the water, Soon as I put my gun down, I grab my phone and I have video everything else in between there. So you basically go from that GoPro back to a really nice view with the phone. I tried doing the camcorder. I like it. A lot of people don't like it, but there's another issue with it is if you are solo, you can't do it. If you were two guys, you can miss a lot of opportunities. Like me and Thomas did it two years ago and missed tons of opportunities. If it's like say seven birds come in. Tom's the only one shooting while I'm sitting there using the camcorder with my hands tied up using a camera. It looks cool because you can zoom in, watch birds get crushed and all that stuff. But what we decided to do when the opportunity never presented itself last year, but we what we decided to do for filming is if there's three or more of us hunting together, then one of us is going to film with the camcorder because two guys shooting into a group is good enough. You don't, unless you have a flock of 40. I mean, there's no point of having more than two shooters in my opinion. I, we just don't like to do it. doesn't mean it's wrong. I know people do that, but I, that's just our how we like to do it. Not saying anybody is wrong for doing that. I may have worded that wrong, but um, so if there's three or more, we're using the camcorder, no GoPro, and camcorder for the whole thing. You don't need to use anything else, and it picks up the audio good, gets good footage. It's, it's fun to watch. If it's two or less, me and Thomas 
or myself is just GoPro and iPhone to do it. So that's what I use. And so somebody asking about what's the best starter camera, I'll do. I'll give you two options here. One's going to be for filming your own hunts, and the other one's for taking pictures because that might have been what you're asking. Um, if you're if you're self filming, you want to film your hunts, get the GoPro, the newest GoPro out. If you don't want to spend that much money, get like last year or two years ago's version. Film in 4K, 30 to 50 frames per sec, 30 to 60 frames per second if you want, and then um, linear. And then your cell phone. That's it. That's all you need. You'll be totally fine, I promise you. Um, for a camera picture for stills, um, I had the Sony A7R. Oh, do I have the two? Sony, 7, Sony A7R3. No. Shoot, now I can't remember. I think I have the Sony A7R3, Okay. And I paired that with a 35 millimeter lens, which is a prime lens. Uh, it goes down to 1.4 on the aperture, which is very expensive. I think that lens, the lens itself, so the camera body was like either either a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks just for the camera body. For the Sony A7R3, the lens was two thousand or twenty five hundred bucks. So you say, man, those pictures are insane. Good pictures. Well, you got to spend the money to have that. That's just bottom line. I used I used Nikon in the past past for stuff. It just wasn't that good. Um, sorry, I'm trying to write my own notes here. Uh, also, what I bought and I had saved up for two years for this lens was the. Um, now I'm gonna forget what lens that it's. Uh, it goes from, mm, 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 mm. it's the long range lens. It's a two hundred to six hundred or one fifty. One fifty to six hundred millimeter, and it's a Sony as well, and that's what I do my bird photography with. And um, there is better lenses out there than that, but that one was another two thousand bucks, twenty five hundred bucks. I had to save for a long couple of years for that one. That's one of my favorite lenses for those just those awesome in the marsh shots, cross the marsh because you got to be quite a ways away from your subject. But those just look so cool and um, blurs out the background, just gives you that whole vibe. I don't know, I like it a lot. Um, but the thirty five millimeter is a better lens, actually, more expensive. Um, just make, I mean, it makes you look like you're a professional. Now, let me say this, just cause you have those cameras doesn't mean it's gonna, your shots are going to look like a professional. There's a lot of learning curve in there. Trust me. I went through it. The only reason I went through it super fast, I feel like like half a season, I'm still, I'm still got a lot to learn, but I'm just saying where I started making my pictures look halfway decent was because of Caleb Marmalejo, my buddy, that's a professional photographer and videographer. Any question I had, I'd call him, ask him drive him nuts and he also would show me of his pictures that were amazing he would show me all the settings he had that helped me a lot too but see the thing is like right now i'm rusty and i'll get everything dialed in for halfway through season how i like it and then comes next season when i pick the camera back up again i forget my settings and it's like i have to go through a lot of days where like i come back to edit the pictures and i'm like oh my goodness how'd you forget to do this or that or turn this on or off or you know whatever whatever i use for um uh, what do you call it for uh, 
autofocus and all that stuff. It's just you get a lot of autofocus shots, but man, when you get those six shots, man, you get them, and it may take you a thousand pictures before you get that one sick one, but it's worth it. So I really love photography. I I couldn't tell you a brand to get for a starter. I really couldn't. I I just don't know. I just saved up and went all in. Someone said favorite brand of duck call you like to use. I beat this dead horse. Um, that that's uh, JJ Lairs. I'm all about the T1 right now. I bl- I have the hybrid and the T1 on my lanyard. Um, I'm not a big fan of the. Is it the mag hen? I think it's the mag hen. No, no, it's not the mag hen. It's the A5. I'm not a big fan of the A5. I know some guests I've had on here love it. I just I just don't know what read I need to have in there to make me like that call. But I love the T1 with the 370, a 1.370 read in it. Um, just It could get raspy. It could get quiet. It could get insanely loud. Super ducky. Um, on the hybrid, I just like the standard read, which I believe it's a 1.350. They're all labeled and numbered, so you can buy the pre-cut kit. Or, you know, the pre-cut reads. Someone said, hey, where in the world can I get some reads? Trust me, man. We're all on the same boat. I don't know what's going on with the read situation. You can't find them anywhere. If you do find them, they're ones you don't use. Or it seems like, nope, they're not as popular. So I know there's a lot of waterfowl sites that will sell layers, but they never have read kits. So hopefully Brett Crow will start pumping those out again there in Chico, California, and get those rolling out on the websites again. Um, the hybrid standard reads 1.350. Those are the two calls I keep on my lantern. And now I used to, oh, the hybrid's more forgiving, but the layers, if you're advanced on the T1 regular bore, not large bore. No, I'm sorry. Is there regular bore and small bore? No, it's large bore. I think you want the regular bore. And I'll just tell you right now. Ooh. I love that call. It's just it's just ducky. The quack is just sounds like an old hen. I just love them, and I love them because just how they're made and stuff. You'll you just have to see. Go look at reviews on YouTube. Trust me, you will, you will definitely. I think you like it. It might take some getting used to. I know Chase McCullough from somewhere in Wisconsin picked one up and. He sent me some sound files. He sounds good. He, he said he's got to get used to it, but that's how it is with anything, right? Um, oh, all right. All right. Let's do this real quick. I got a little surprise for you guys. So we came out with our own music. And I'm going to have him on here. I shouldn't say we're own. Like Travis, believe it or not, wrote a lot of these lyrics. and um, And then... Memphis, which Memphis Slade Boys, so S-L-A-D-E-B-O-Y-Y. So go look up up on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, any of those. So I hit this guy up. I was like, man, dude, I love your music. I found him on Spotify, and I said, would you be interested in writing music for us to use in videos and whatever and B-roll? I'm going to try to do more B-roll this year. And he was like, dude, absolutely it you know like i watched watched your videos for years he was basically stoked for the opportunity i was stoked he's pretty popular but you can find him on uh instagram it's at slade 
S-L-A-D-E-B-O-Y-Y. If you like just bouncing some tunes in your ride on the way to the duck blind, I do. Me, Tom's does. We listen to rock. We listen to rap. We listen to all kinds of different stuff. But he wrote us the song. I'm going to give you a little teaser. little teaser. Let you hear some of it. It's not for everybody. I get that. Um, I take no offense. Some people are going on there trashing it. But majority of people loved it, and they're like, man, I can't wait to get the whole thing. But guess what? It's out now, and it's dropped. So you can go find it. Go look up Slade Boy. And the name of the song is Heavy Shot. That's what I'm talking about. name of the song is Heavy Shot, and, man, it just gets me pumped for a season. And uh, Travis wrote a lot of those lyrics in there, and then Slade Boy kind of, Memphis is his first name, went in there and did kind of his own changed the version a little bit and did it but it's pretty sick so let me i should it's out now so let me i'm gonna let you listen to the whole song it's only two minutes long and uh if you like it man go download it hook him up start following slade boy he's gonna be doing a bunch of stuff for us and when it's he does his own stuff but when he's doing something for us or we helped with the lyrics or the sound effects or whatever he um will be letting you know when it's ours but go follow him go listen it's awesome. I, I'm so stoked. Um, it dropped on Thursday last week on all the platforms that you want to find. So let's play it right now for you. It's pretty sick in my opinion. Hi, it's Slide Boy and the Mid-Valley Mercenaries bringing you another banger. <laughs> yeah. I wake up, it's dust, it's like we can't be late. Brand new Pro Drive X Series 1848. Man, I decoy spread, look great, they'll come in straight, won't hesitate. Mountain Dew inside this Yeti, shoot brown and or vanilla. I ain't miss a shot all morning, it ain't nothing you can tell me. Plus, every hunt could be my last, I'll give it all I got. Won't say what shot I'm using, just know it's heavy shot. They coming in, let's call them quick, just like speed dial. If they fly away, we call them back, just like redial. Ain't flown like this in a while, honestly brought me a smile. My boy call them men from anywhere, I'm talking past a mile. Every day I'm not hunting, it's bad for my health. She asked me, am I hunting tomorrow? I act like I'm deaf. Shot so many ducks last hunt, honey, I can't hear. She said malice flew across the house and you heard them loud and clear. I mean, if I said I I didn't, I would be lying. Can't sit up in the house, rather uh, be on the water trying. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Don't go. Don't care if they say they ain't flying. I'll be chasing ducks until I'm in my days of dying. Come on, guys. You know you need to download this. Let's go. Wake up. It's dust to slate. We can't be late. Brand new Pro Drive X Series 1848. Man, I decoy spread. Look great. They'll come in straight. Won't hesitate. Mountain Dew inside this Yeti. Okay. Shoot brown and or vanilla. Yeah. I ain't missed a shot all morning. It ain't nothing you could tell me. Plus, all. every hunt could be my last. I'll give it all I got. Won't say what shot I'm using. Just know it's heavy shot. What? Come on, guys. Don't even tell me you don't want to pump that in your car on the way to the duck blind. I love that song. It's called Heavy Shot. It's out now on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, everything. So, 
You guys got to go check it out. We got more songs coming with him. Collab. We're basically calling him collab songs. Like I said, he's got his own stuff. I like that stuff. You don't like it. It's all good. You know, um, some people were hating on it. Just a couple. But um, it's all good, man. That's just, that's, we just, I like a lot of variety of music. I like his stuff. I like his voice. I think it hits hard. And his tunes were good. Words, lyrics were good. I can't wait to see what else we're going to work on. We got, I got a bunch of words and a bunch of lines. He's got some tunes going down. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm hoping by season, we got, I, I'm just trying to be nice, three to four songs. I'm hoping we have like five or six just to have a playlist of songs, you know. So um, let me know what you guys think. You know, if you want to DM me, email me. Um, let me know if you downloaded it. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So you got to gotta comment on the, at least on the YouTube channel because that's the best way to chit chat. Um, let us know. If you downloaded this song, I want to see this episode on YouTube have a hundred comments of people saying they downloaded this. Um, he's going places. He's actually already got like, I think he's like on Spotify, he's like over 9,000 listeners. I'm hoping to bring him up a lot higher than that. Like I said, this, this song was made specifically in a collaboration with him for Mid Valley Mercenaries and Slade Boy. And um, it's called, the song's called Heavy Shot. So go check it out. That song just got me all pumped up, man. I can't wait. I hear people playing that in their cars. Man, if you guys do and you download that, tag me on Instagram in a story, and I'll reshare that, man. Or or even in your post. Strap of ducks. Oh, boys, I'm ready for duck season. I'm so ready for duck season. You guys got to share that. Tag us. Tag Slade Boy. Tag McValley Mercenaries. We'll share it. We'll get the hype going, the pump going. I got some edits coming out with some stuff. It's going to be in our YouTube videos and our hunts for the B-roll. I'm just stoked, man. Oh, man, I'm so ready for this season. Can't wait to see what other songs we got coming. Should be working on a new one here pretty soon. That one's been kind of going on for a little while. Finally dropped. Um, I think I'm going to end that there. I think that was a good way to go out with a bang on this one. And I like showing you guys stuff and just giving you the full mix of stuff just because you guys are so supportive of your Basically, the most loyal supporters of anybody is the podcast peeps. So, that being said, we're going to wrap that up there. I don't feel like I'm missing nothing. Um, thanks for listening on this one. And Like I said, don't forget to rate and review this podcast and go download Heavy Shot from Slade Boy and Mid-Valley Mercenaries. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>